from ice and bone, the wind carries on. The sands of time, the sun hath shone. For lush green leaves make shade at last. Till darkness comes to claim their past. My character sheet open. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> crime. Do you want to hear something really dumb about yeah. my laugh? <sighs> yeah. Always. So I went up and visited my brother and his wife and their um, little babies, and one of them is like two or three, like two and some. And then her and I were like playing like arts and crafts or whatever, and she started doing this thing where she was laughing really hard, but then like in the middle of her laughing, she would start going yug 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 yug, and I was like. He- like, hey, bro, like, why is your child doing this noise? And he was like, I don't know. She's never done that before. And it took us like a couple of hours. And we realized she was doing it with me whenever I laughed. And I think she's mocking my deep, annoying laugh. My weird, <laughs> guttural father laugh. <laughs> and then she's just like, yo, yo, yo. And I was just like, after I realized that, I was like, you're a little sass bag. Like, I see how it is. That's so cute, though. Oh, it was so fucking cute. But I was like, how very dare you? Because we were like, why is she doing this? Oh. She's mean. <laughs> She's wooed. I wonder where all my dice are. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I think they're on my couch. I think they're under all my laundry. It does sound a lot like my uh, my real laugh, which sucks to find out. I mean, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so how's everybody been the last couple weeks? I'm sleepy. Yeah. Cool. Good. We're getting content. You're made out of content. Are you also sleepy? Yeah, well, yeah, always. I have important things to say. Yeah, go on. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, people listening at home, look at this tiny dice I have. Oh, that's a tiny dice. Oh, oh, it's, it's blue screen. It's, it's getting blue. green screen. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. But like, look at it compared to a regular size dice. Oh wow, it's really different. Oh yeah, it's and really they're both little. blue, so you can see through them. <laughs> I could choke on it yeah. if I ate it. If you really wanted to. Yeah. You're probably going to get it stuck up your nose. <laughs> Don't, but you could. I think that could be yeah. said for most dice, though. Yeah, I could get it stuck in my nose, she said. You guys know that if you eat a battery, you could die? Yeah, I did know that. Do you eat a battery? Don't eat batteries. Don't eat batteries. Kids at home. You could die. Okay, but what kind? Any battery. Don't eat batteries. Triple A, too? Yeah. Any battery. They're so little. Any battery. <laughs> so, so What's a triple A going to do? No, but like, but like, like the, the battery acid comes out inside you, and then it kills you. Uh, yeah, okay. You got me there. <laughs> I suppose I'm yeah, convinced. I got you. Uh, 
Yuck, 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 yuck. Yuck, 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 yuck. Well, welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn, it's your turn to do the intro. Perfect. I have it prepared. Hey. It's the only thing I can do in this fucking podcast for some reason. <laughs> Don't put it in your mouth. You're going to choke. <laughs> She's trying to eat the dice she was just talking about. Self-fulfilling prophecy over here. I can choke on this. Better try. <laughs> like chewing on stuff. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another hair-raising, blood-curdling, bone-chilling episode of Tales of Bone and Ice. My name is Marilyn and I play Maris Terrasat, the shiny dragonborn paladin of the group. And with me today as the other half of this sad, pitiful party of two is Grimheld, playing as our group's angsty yet excitable teenage Kalistar druid, Sukun Kana. And then to round out this tiny little crybaby party is our merciless, murderous, heartless DM, (laughs) Brian (laughs) What's-His-Face. And now, please take a second to pour one out for our fallen friend condemned, and then come along with us as we continue our way on this perilous and polarizing journey. Wow. All right. Rest in pieces. Claps. Thank you. I'm not pouring one out for I'm not pouring one out for contempt (laughs) personally. If she didn't do it, I was gonna do it myself. (laughs) Yeah, she would (laughs) have. She might have. Probably. (laughs) I was saying to Brian, I was like, I don't think Kale really deserved to die. Like they didn't really do anything. And Brian was like, Well, they did murder Connie. And I was like, Yeah, okay, you're right. (laughs) I forgot I kind of forgot about that part. But like other than that, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Would you murder someone because they killed your best friend? I would, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with what she did. She killed someone who killed her friend. And then you killed someone who killed your friend. So really, it all evens out. It doesn't. <laughs> I was kind of thinking, like, they probably would have turned into another one of those things that that other person turned into. Maybe. That's my that's my little that's my little theory. All right. So I'm do I was doing them a favor. <laughs> Anyway, roll your recap rolls, yeah. I used my tiny dice and I got 13. I got a nine. Cool, great. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, the curse continues into season three. Let's go. We're in season three now? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say. I knew this. That's what the whole. Okay. very aware. That's, nope, that's why we stopped for a while. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here. So for, see, for last session. Condemned allowed himself to go unconscious, and then Kale stabbed him again, and then he died. <laughs> Sukun Kana used hold person on Kale, and I hit them with my sword, and somehow they accidentally got beheaded. <laughs> Whoops. I tell my brother that I wish things could have been different, and he does too, and then he's like, I don't want to see you again, and I was like, that's fair, fuck this place. And then Sukun Kana's sister and her get in a fight, and she gets like, like, Sukun Kana's sister gets like super angry, and then they make up, and it's fine. And then... Vec tells me that Grandpa left because he also was getting fucked up because of this place, and then he gives me better armor, and that was cool. And then me and Sukunkana make presents. Yeah. Why do I spell like this? <laughs> <laughs> yep, she gets a magnifying glass, and then she makes her sister a map for cartography. And then in quotations, I wrote, fuck this town, and then we leave. And then we see a structure, and it looks like a crypt. And then there's a rushing wind all around us, and then sand is being stormy. And then... We can go to the stone place. And the wind is wild crazy. We run to stone structure. The wind is wild crazy with exclamation points. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure we're in a dream sequence. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Right? (laughs) That's what Grim messaged me. Like an hour after the session, I was like, this is the dream sequence. (laughs) Because Brian said we leveled up. And I was like, well, we don't get a dream sequence this time. This is it. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) 
All right, play that track. Okay. <laughs> Last we left off, the two, three of you were sprinting as fast as you could directly towards the stone structure. Anything that you guys want to say to each other, any preparation you want to make for when you get in there, any plans, now's your chance. Yes, I want to... I might either... Wait, is bless? Do I want to bless us? Yeah. He's an attack roll or saving throw. Wait, no, that's enhance ability? I think you're looking for guidance. Which you don't have because you don't have any cantrips. Okay. I'm going to pop a guidance, that's for sure. <laughs> what does guidance do? Uh, she can roll a d4 on her ability check. Her next ability check in the next minute. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm not going to use that on you then. I'm using it on me. Yeah. I'm not going to use mine on you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I was going to use something on you to get you up into that stone structure. Oh, no. Nah. Like, See, would it be should I bless us too though? Just in case? Well, I don't think we're fighting anything. Well, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> but like but like uh, a saving throw like in case we need to outrun this sand. Um well, I'm uh at last episode I said I was casting mold earth in front of us to make the ground stable for running purposes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we should be all right. Oh, okay, then yeah. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. So, between the three of you, you're sprinting and rushing. You're This is unlike anything the three of you have seen, a giant rushing sandstorm stampeding towards you in seemingly all directions. Uh, Sukunkana, you're shooting out patches of uh, safer earth to walk on with your mold earth every, every opportunity that you can. Uh, Maris, you're following behind her as best you can. Moram Du is taking up the rear in case either one of you fail or falter. And while you're sprinting, I'm going to require a constitution saving throw just to make sure that you can keep your shit together as you're going. Shit. Oh, no. I'm not good at constitution. Oh, I have um, I have a feature. <laughs> she gained a new feature recently. Ooh. I have a new feature. I just, I got, I got upgraded. So all friendly creatures get plus two to all saving throws. Within 10 feet of her. So that means I got a 16 then. Does... Does that include myself? Yes. Oh, I'm friendly. Uh, yours is already added on. Oh, oh. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> That's why all your saving throws are fucking popping off. Cool. That is a seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a four. Oh, man. Maris and more um, do you seem to be unable to keep up with this tiny little druid. I got no cardio, but a lot of spunk. I should have blessed. Yeah, you're fallen behind her just a little bit and the two of you sort of trip up a little bit on each other as Sukunkana sprints off into the distance. Fuck. Sukunkana, you're the first one to arrive at the structure. Uh, these two of you are about 20, 30 feet behind you. I'm gonna need you first to do a dexterity saving throw as you enter the stone structure. Me? Ah, oh, darn. This is what I wanted to bless. I knew we couldn't just run. Damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what you get? Is it a one? You get that one? It's a three all day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Uh, as you run directly into the structure, 
you fail to compensate for the fact that you don't know the layout of this building and you slam headfirst directly into a wall uh, <laughs> as soon as you enter the structure and you take six bludgeoning damage to your face. Ah, god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you hear the sound of run, run, run. Damn it! <laughs> and you assume that Sukunkana has somehow injured herself. And I do. Yeah, Boramtu sprints up and she says, Be careful, you idiot! <laughs> the two of you enter the structure and unfortunately, because of someone's verbal warning, you're able to determine that maybe you shouldn't keep sprinting directly in. As you do so, give me a perception check. All three of you. Grim, you get advantage because of your shield. Oh, right. Uh, I get a, I get a eight. I rolled two fours. <laughs> oh. Anyway, plus seven, so that's eleven. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> I rolled two fours. As you all are looking around, looking for some sort of uh, layout path and, and a direction to go, the sand finally collides at this focal point of this structure, uh, and you will all feel the sand slashing all over your skin as you're temporarily blinded by this and you're all going to take some damage from the sand. Ah, shit. How much? If I trick myself into thinking it's a salt scrub, can I take half damage? <laughs> no. So as the sand slashes you all over your bodies, you take uh, 16 damage each and eight more damage as you're slammed into nearby walls. You're rude. I thought it was inside already. How much altogether? Uh, that's 24 damage. Oh my god. Sukun kind of has three hit points. <laughs> She's not doing great. More I'm due at this point points over to a area that looks like potentially a set of stairs and said, There! We have to go there! She gets up, she spits some blood out, and immediately seems to coalesce with the dust in the air and falls into this glob on the ground as she limps her way as fast as she can. Because she's also a weak caster. She's also a weak caster, yeah. Oh, God. She limps over to the stairs and seemingly seems to uh, disappear into them. Oh, shit. Sukunkan is covered in blood and staggering mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and crawls down the stairs, runs down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you decide to do is how you can get there. Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take up the rear and just... I'll, I'm going to try to go carefully to the stairs, though. Okay. I'm not going to slide down them. And give me a athletics check to keep your footing. Not you, Tukankana, because you're <laughs> crawling uncomfortably and dying. Mar Maris, though. 16? Okay, you're able to keep your ground and make sure that whoever falls ahead, you're able to compensate for whatever you need to. Okay, perfect. As the three of you get down into the stairs, there's a entryway that you enter through. And it's completely dark in here, but you can tell that there's a large stone door that you can use to seal off this area. Is there time to do lay on hands before we get hurt, or should we do that? That's your call. Like, is the sand coming in? Yeah, everything feels like it's very rushing. You're you're going to wind up potentially buried. Who knows? Okay, I'll try to block it with the door then. Okay, that will require an athletics check. Okay. Are you doing this all by yourself? Unless, well, I mean, if... Yeah, unless... I mean, I could help, but it's not going to do anything. <laughs> I got a nat 20, so I don't need it. Wow. Yeah, I don't need it. Okay. I got a nat 20. Don't need it. Don't need it. 20, 25. Summoning the strength of your fallen comrade, you just 
Boom. Sigan kind of is laying on the ground. Give me some give me some description cuz you get to decide what this looks like. This is fucking it. just like like I go over and I like pick like I do like a good like hefty squat and then I you just see me lift with the legs and the thighs are just rippling and then the I pull it up and the back muscles are just taut. <laughs> I hold it over my head like Atlas with the world. <laughs> And I just know that I'm the strongest now. <laughs> you sure are. It's all I ever wanted. <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. You pick it up and you're basically holding it over your head like the world's strongest bodybuilder. And you just boom, slam it on the ground. And suddenly it's very quiet. Except for the faint rumbling of sand and wind that you can hear just on the other side of the door. And complete darkness. Uh, I'm going to find Sukunkana and uh, do some lay on hands. Give me some role play on how you guys do that. <laughs> I was going to activate my chalice starry form, which I haven't thought of a word for yet. Mm, yeah. And then pop some heals because it'll also heal other people at the same time. Well, one other person anyway. Well, you can heal your sissy. Yeah. So Sukunkana... Uh, Hmm. Let me find a word for chalice really quick. Or I can, or I can heal your sister if you want to. It doesn't um, matter. Let's just use the word for cup. Yeah. It's atsunana. God, every single word, knocking it out of the park every <laughs> single time. It's a good language. Ten out of ten language. <laughs> so Sugan kind of bloodied and battered, covered in sand, <laughs> coughs up some blood and sand, and you hear in the darkness, atsunana, and. Does her story form glow? Does it emit some light? Very faintly. Yeah, so you see in the darkness a little Sukunkana-sized constellation um, in kind of the shape of a cup. I want to say that it's like like a V shape, kind of. And I'm going to cast... I just want to double check how. So if anyone doesn't know, because we don't use chalice very much, it's when you cast a spell that restores hit points, you or a creature within 30 feet regains 1d8 plus 4 hit points. So it's like free heals if you cast a healing spell. That's a really good spell. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Or it's a really good ability. Mm-hmm. So since Sukunkana is like low-key dying, I'm going to cast a spell I haven't cast before um, called Healing Spirit which is a pretty funky spell. You call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. The intangible spirit appears in space that's five foot cube you can see within range. The spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae of your choice. Until the spell ends, whenever you or a creature you see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn it starts there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature, no action required. The spirit can't heal contract, blah, 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 blah. Can heal a number of times equal to one plus your spellcasting modifier. So that's eight times. That's wild. That's so cool. A minimum of twice. After healing that number of times, the spirit disappears. So it just means that we can get healed up to eight times by this creature. That's wild. Yeah. It's a pretty cool spell. It is It is a third level spell. So like, it ought to be cool. Yeah. I was going to say it must be. Yeah. It's a, it's a second level spell. And, well, I'm casting it at third level anyway. And I want it to take the form of um, a hummingbird. Oh, that's cute. <gasps> that's so nice. Yeah. All right. So I assume you guys just, you know, 
stand nearby this and let it heal you a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to split up between the three of you, so it'll be 1d6. It's 2d6 because I'm casting it at third level. Oh, 2d6, yeah. Yeah, I'm rolling with physical dice. Why don't we just do it by need? <laughs> it's, it's So, okay, so I got it plus three. When you cast this spell, it gets 1d8 as you cast it, so that's one more d8 to one more person. I'm gonna use three for myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, please do. I don't really, I don't really need that much because I, uh, like, I have my lay on hands anyway. What's eight plus seven? Fifteen. I know that so fast because I play crib. <laughs> You're incredible. <laughs> um, and then also one d8 plus four. Okay, I'm at twenty-seven out of thirty-three. Okay, so you're doing pretty good. So we have uh, how many was it? Five, five more casts left. Do you want me to roll them? Yeah, sure. I feel like you'd probably give three to your sister and two to Maris. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. All right, so that's four and nine. What's she at now? Is she good? She's doing much better, yeah. Does she need one more? Yeah, I mean, she's she looks like she's still got a lot of buffeting wounds and bruises. And then five. Okay, she looks much better now. And then two for Maris. Four. And seven. Ooh, 11. Yeah. Thanks. It's also, it's a really good spell for battle if you can get people to go say hi to the Fae in between turns. That's why it's a bonus action. Uh, also, uh, Sukun kind of would have lit a fire at some point. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, for sure. So they can see what's up. Yeah, seeing if we had like a thing, a torch. Uh, there are a few torches on the walls and stuff. They seem to be pretty old, but they seem to also still be workable. Okay, light them up. Light them up. As you light the torches in the room, you can see several dormant corpses laying around. Different ranges from semi-relaxed to battered and bruised, some clear signs of combat or exhaustion. The clothes that they seem to be wearing are not similar in any way. They seem to be from potentially different eras. Are they, like, fresh? Not fresh. These are old corpses. They're skeletons. Stinky in here then, huh? Yeah, it doesn't smell good at all. Gross. Yeah, but since the door was open, they weren't sealed in here. Okay, so they could have left if they wanted. So I feel good about this. Ooh, actually, can I use, um, can I do that thing I do? What's that thing you do? Oh, you know that thing I do. Uh, what's that thing I do? Detect good and bad times? Oh, detect good and evil, yeah. Yeah, detect vibes. Vibe check the room. Yeah, sure, you can hit a, you can do a vibe check. Boop, okay, I detect. <laughs> All right. As you open up your divine sense, you feel the waning good and evil that comes from you and the people that you're with you can tell that there's a bit of potential to lean either way from both of the people who are next to you and potentially yourself you think that Sukun Khan is evil <laughs> just that she's the potential some questionable choices have been made I've made great choices Maris <laughs> is the one who killed somebody <laughs> Maris just holds up a mirror and she's just like <laughs> Did not pass the vibe check. Oh no. Am I the problem? Am I the drama? Is it me? Uh you can sense that there's something that is rather evil, but <gasps> it's difficult to perceive where it actually is. Ooh. You're not able to see things that are behind 
full cover, but it's also that you can't you can't necessarily see whatever it is. Hmm. Guys, I think we need to be a little alert. I did a vibe check and it feels something is wrong. Something's bad, but I don't know. Is it the corpses? Because the corpses are also giving me the egg. It's actually not the corpses. It's not the corpses? It it's not the corpses. That's weird, because they're not the vibe for me. I well <laughs> look, who knows how long we're gonna be here for, okay? So I don't know if we need to address this or just need to live with it for a little bit, but we should definitely be doing our best to keep watch whenever we need to. It's because mm-hmm. we're I, we could have to sleep here for all we know. Ew. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it either. I don't see any other doors in here. It's just the one. This is, I don't know. Maybe they use this place to like for this exact purpose. Mm. Do you think sandstorms are common here? I mean. I don't know. Like, they gotta they, be. They must be, right? I mean, you've been here longer than us. Yeah. Did you ever see any? I well, I I haven't encountered one. Oh. Do you see the way that they look? They look like you remember you used to describe these really weird creatures. They had like long faces. They had like really long legs that came to like one weird flat big toe. I can't remember the word you used for them. They were like I don't know, twice as much as this thing you called a dog. I don't remember what it was. Like you mean like my lizard, like Napgas? Like the lizards, but like big, and they didn't have scales, and they had like really long faces. Oh, you mean like insukuat? I think so. what's it? What, what? Maybe it's like a really tall dog. Yeah, sort of like a big wolf, but with a long face. Yeah, the, those th- the I could see the the that I could only describe the way that the sandstorm was raging. It was like I could see those in. In the sand. Oh, cool. I don't really understand. I don't, it doesn't. It's. It's. I don't know. It was. Maybe I'm. I, maybe I'm not seeing. Maybe I'm not seeing it right. No, it's cool. It's dope. What? I believe why, you. Why do you think everything's dope? Are you guys That's are wild. I don't know how you two are out. You. It's. It's like you don't. <laughs> we. Could, we could die here, and you guys are like, wow, it's dope. You guys saw some cool shit in the sand. Look, you just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. <laughs> Listen, we've seen a lot of weird. We've shit. seen a lot we've of seen piles of corpses. We've seen a lot, a literal mountain of. I, corpses. I have seen way more corpses than this. So many corpses. Mm. And sand, pff, we saw a big weird thing floating in the sky one time that had like five points and weird little fingers. Did we? I don't remember that. Didn't we? Was that me? Yeah, there was like a giant starfish, wasn't there? Oh, I thought you were talking about that time that I th- got thrown in the sky <laughs> as you know a little guy. And one time, and one time. Sugunkana so turned into a little guy, and we flung her up into the sky so hard that she kind of splattered. Yeah, yeah, she she folded. Why would you do that? <laughs> what was the lo- What was the idea? The lo- what was the logic behind that? I don't know. If we- it was really smart. They were supposed to catch me. It, no, it, we were. It was a really smart idea at the time, they, and they you, didn't catch you, me. So whose fault is it really? Why wouldn't you catch her? <laughs> it was good in practice and bad. Or nope, it was good in theory and bad in practice. Okay, and now we are better for it. I had a different idea about about a different kind of animal to be, but like cosmically, I wasn't able to do it. That what? The, uh, I'm gonna set up camp. Okay, I'm gonna investigate some corpses. Okay. <laughs> Get out my little magnifying glass. Yeah, your looker closer. <laughs> the closer upper. Oh yeah, the closer. Upper. So I can investigate these corpses. Actually, can I put my ear up to the door just to kind of keep? I just want to hear, see if I can. You can put your ear up to the door and listen as best you can for what you can hear. And Maris, mm-hmm. you can hear the roaring of sand. Still, it's still very powerful. It doesn't seem to have let up. It might have gotten stronger since you last 
heard it. Madam uh, Sherlock Sherlock Bones. <gasps> uh, hi, it's me. Um, what's what was that girl detective named? Enola Holmes. And no, no, not that one. <laughs> oh well, I mean Nancy Drew. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy, Drew. Nancy Drew. Are you shitting me? <laughs> the OG Nancy Drew. Okay, so you're Nancy Drew. Yeah, I'm Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew gets advantage on investigation checks. Yes. I got said 19. Okay, so uh, let's say there's five bodies. There's one in the corner that's closest to the door. There's only five? Yeah. Okay. There's one in the corner that's closest to the door. There's two that are next to each other on the back wall. There's one in the middle of the room, and there's one against the right wall. Which one are you picking? Um, The one by the door, I guess. Okay, so you're checking the one by the door, and uh, as you look over his body with your closer upper... Uh, you can tell that uh, you've never seen these clothes before. Like, there's a remnant of something that looks like it could have been similar to what Eli carries, but it's mostly just a walking cane. He has uh, a few really ratty sort of holes in his clothes. Maybe there was a lot of decay. Maybe he's been here the longest. And you find a canteen. Pick it up. Seems to be have water in it. I'm suspicious of this old canteen water. Okay. Well, what do you do with it? I put it next to him and just <laughs> leave it there. All right. Um, can you give me a history check? No, sir. Or history or survival, whichever you prefer. History. I'm proficient in history, baby. <gasps> do it. Do it. <laughs> I got 20. <gasps> nice. Fuck yeah. A natural 20. Okay. So you've definitely heard lots of stories about people who were uh, sort of lost out in the wastes back home who you could find with canteens that were half full or completely full of water who were scared to drink any more of it and they typically died of dehydration because they were too anxious to drink any of the water that they had with them in case they needed it later it's a good thing i got a magic jug um i want to look at the next one okay. <laughs> that sounds like your problem <laughs> Uh, do you just sort of go in like counterclockwise or what? Yeah, I want to go all the walls ones and then the middle one. Okay. So uh, you go to the guy in the wall next to you. These bones are larger and they seem to have some sort of like tail that's there with them as well. This is probably a lizard folk or dragon folk. They've got a little bit of really old, nasty dried meat and a few small glass balls that they have in one of their pockets. Glass balls? We would called the marbles i want the marbles sure so you pick up some marbles hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you just pick up some marbles they're just regular mundane they don't have any magic thing about them they're just plain old nice little glass marbles sick i'm keeping them fun yeah <laughs> you guys just like see seeking kind of stealing shiny things out of people's pockets you get two thumbs up from maris <laughs> <laughs> we stole a bunch of shit from our dead friend so he would have wanted that. I talked to Kander later, and I was like, look, we looted your body because that's what Connie would have wanted. And Kander was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, duh. Uh, with that in mind, uh, Maris, you've been wa- you've been listening at the door, uh, but you also notice, like, oh, Sukun Khan is looting the bodies and checking what's on them. Uh, what do? There's no sand coming through the door, right? Like, it's sealed okay? No, you've sealed it pretty well. Ah, fuck yeah. Okay, then... More Amdu is still setting up the sort of small, weird campsite. Can I check the walls or the ceiling for any markings or any, like, strange, fun, hinky things? Sure. Uh, give me an investigation check. Yes, I 
sure will, and it'll blow your socks off. Nope, it's a plus zero. Tukun kind of is clacking some marbles together in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 17. Okay. So you take a bit of time to check out the walls, and as you do so, you're rubbing your fingers all over them, your hands. doesn't seem to be any secret passages or doors. There doesn't seem to be any markings. You go more or less around the whole room, probably counterclockwise, opposite the way Sukun is going. You're sure you've gone through this. There's there's nothing special about these walls. This is a utilitarian room, as far as you can tell. There's, not, there's nothing you can find here. Okay. Okay. S- fuck. Sukunkana, you move on to the pair of bodies that are in the corner. Okay, yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check on these bodies. I got... 13. 13. That's with advantage? Yes. I rolled two eights. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I am, however, willing to spend at least 10 minutes investigating these bodies. Yeah, you're definitely, like, you have the time right now if you just want to, like, skip rolls and just do, take the time to really yeah, get all of them. Yeah, just take my time right. just looking at them. I got nothing better to do. Yeah. So as you go over these with your fine-tooth comb, you see that they were holding hands and sort of leaning up against each other. They probably died like that. Oh, you guys, these ones were in love. <laughs> and um, as you look over all of them you see one of them is wearing some sort of fancy armor that hasn't seemed to deteriorate at all it's not rusty it's not dirty the other one is wearing rather plain jane random wood slash bone armor but the other one it's it's metal it's very shiny it's very pretty it's very it's glistening against the firelight that you have in this small room Mm. does it have any like insignias or anything on it i'll say that it has a small symbol right at the collar where the meets the sort of the collarbone and it looks like it's probably some sort of house symbol that you're not familiar with Mm. you want to give me an arcana check on these sure all right i got 18 okay you're able to tell that this is some sort of light magical armor it'd be easy to take off easy to put on and you're sure that you could use it. Mm. Oh, sick. Um, hmm, let's think. I have to be respectful about it, though. <laughs> so I rip the skull off, and I just take the arms off, and <laughs> slide it, and I put the skull back on, and the arms back on. Can I Can I touch its leg um, and do a reach beyond? Whoa. Yes. To just check if the soul is still present in the room, if that makes sense? Yep. Absolutely, you can. Oh, I have plus seven. I got a 14. Yeah, you can tell for sure that this, the spirit of this has long since moved on. Okay, cool, cool. No vengeful ghosts in this place. Well, then he's not going to mind. Sukunkana is going to respectfully thank them and also take their armor off. <laughs> yeah, what's he going to do? Uh, what this is, and we can rename it whatever we want, but uh, you can add into your inventory Elven Chain. Ooh. Hell yeah, that's a good get. Oh, yeah, baby. Let me take off my old armor. Mm-hmm. kind of is now over in the corner changing her clothes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Stealing clothes. From- oh, also, I do want to wash it a bit before I put it on. You know, yeah. wash off all of the dead person gunk. <laughs> Mechanically, I'm equipping it now, but I am going to take some time later to clean it off. Mm-hmm. before I officially wear it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As per usual, the way that you clean things with fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some skin on the inside. 
<laughs> Does the corpse like fall apart or something? Uh, it's you can't just like sort of like take it off very easily, so it does fall yeah. to pieces. That's okay. Yeah. I kind of put them. I put them back next to each other. I make sure their little hands are still holding. <laughs> of course, obviously. Unnecessary and weird, but oh, okay, I get it. They're in love. So unnecessary. <laughs> They're in love. Um, what race are these corpses? They're all skeletons. It's hard to tell unless they have defining features like a tail or like big Goliath bones or something. Do tails have bones? Yeah. Yeah, so they don't do have Do lizard those. tails have bones? Yeah. I don't think they do. Yeah. Well, honest, here's the thing. In good old-fashioned Watsy style, Dragonborn don't have tails. We don't play like that. We play with our hearts. Yeah. Absolutely have tails. <laughs> so none of these have tails? There is one that had a tail. I'll check out the middle corpse now. Yeah. So as you check out the middle corpse, uh, you're taking your time. You're looking it over. And in its satchel, there seems to be some sort of lump. Can I put my hand over the satchel, over the lump, and see if it's alive? Do you, like, squeeze it or anything? Or I just, like, poke put it a little bit of pressure on it. Uh, it's very stiff. Just a tiny bit of pressure. You, it's, it's... Does it move? No. Only by the pressure of your hand touching How big it. is the lump? About, like, palm size. Is it bigger size. than a bread box? What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of weird-ass riddle joke is that? It's from something, right? No, that's how you determine size things. Is it bigger than a bread box? Nobody has those anymore. Yeah. Everybody asks that. What? <laughs> Banana for scale. Anyway, I'm going to very carefully... <laughs> very carefully open this bag and check out what's inside. As you do, you open the bag and use your, you're holding your magnifying glass, I assume, to look through, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. As you do so, you expose this thing to a bit of light and it starts to reflect it, similar to those small marbles. Okay. But it's like larger. It's it's bigger. It could fit in easily in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Marble party. Okay. I'm going to, suspiciously, without touching it... <laughs> Kind of gently, gently put it on the ground. Like I take the pouch and I kind of like gently pour it onto the ground. It makes a very sonorous sound as it rolls across and onto this hard wooden surface. You know, much like. But the ground is wood in here. Did I say wooden? Yeah, you did. Weird. I shouldn't have. I meant stone. <laughs> okay. I was like, "What the hell is wood doing out here?" <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Who made this bitch out of wood? <laughs> Are you shitting me? The architecture. I'm gonna start chopping. You know the sound of you know the very <laughs> typical sound of glass rolling around on stone. Yeah. Okay. You can imagine that in your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. It makes that very pretty sound, and you can tell. Okay. Can I do an arcana check on it? Yeah, for sure. I'm suspicious of this object. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the other marbles. Kind of, it's just bigger. I got a 15. You got a 15? So you got a 15. It seems to be magical in some way, but you're not sure what. Mm. You're going to say, hey, hey Maris? <laughs> yeah. Maris, don't touch this. Can you vibe check this orb? Yes, I can. How long does your detect good and evil last? A minute? Let me check that. That's what I'm checking. Yeah. <laughs> it's been quite a it's been at least ten minutes because I said I'd take like ten minutes to investigate the corpses. That's true. You did spend a lot of time doing that. It just says yeah as an action. Oh, until the end of your next turn. Yep. Okay. So I gotta use it again? Yeah, you'd have to use it again. Okay, that's fine. And I'm gonna vibe check it. I feel like my eyes like almost like change color when I do like a vibe check when I'm looking at stuff. Mm, it's wow. Yeah. As you vibe check this thing. You sense that same evil presence that you sent before, but you can't see it anywhere. And you can tell for sure it's not coming from this orb. This orb is neutral. It's not good or evil. It's just an item. Can I do a quick, like, lap around to see if, like, anything kind of catches my eye real quick? Just do, like, a quick scan? 
Like any other little objects on the corpses? Yep, you can absolutely do that. Far as you can tell, nothing on these corpses. Grim or Sukunkana has seemed to done a really good job picking these things clean. It's not evil. Okay. But it's magic, but it's not evil. I mean, just considering the nature of the fact that we're surrounded by five corpses in a locked room, I'm a little suspicious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you Should think- we pick it up? <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm wondering, like, if they're, like, if these marbles, wait, we don't know the word for marbles, do we? No. I'm wondering if these balls are friends with the little balls. I wonder if all the balls go together. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, I put the I put the smaller glass marble sticks to the big one like a family. <laughs> um, do they feel reunited? <laughs> as you do so, the small marbles seem to all gather around it in a very per- equidistant from each other and from the ball as they sort of rotate it Ooh. slowly. Like those satisfying 3D videos. Oh. Yeah. You know where they do like the perfect loops and they like spin around and stuff? Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's what it's doing. I thought it was just they're like, you know, like around the sun, just like spinning around the big one. Yeah. So they it's it's like you have the one ball and then you have like the, the balls are all in it in a perfect circle. Okay, cool. Floating just slightly from it. Check this out. Mm. They're friends. Is there more marbles or should we not? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> so as you as you count them, you can tell that there are uh, nine. Oh, nine. Yeah, because that's how many planets there are in the solar system. No, not this one. I'm gonna go. Okay, so there are seventeen balls floating around this little one. That's so many. There's seventeen planets in our solar system. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. There. Where did the other balls come from? Remember, she had the little the little marbles. There were seventeen marbles. I picked up a lot, apparently. Oh, I thought you only picked up two. I thought it was like six. No, <laughs> it's a bunch. Shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, so so they're just kind of does does Moram do like like hear them ooing and eyeing in the center next to a corpse and come investigate <laughs> yeah but she's really clearly very nervous to participate in whatever the two of you are doing so she's just like okay whatever you're doing over there just be careful please we're being very careful i haven't even touched whatever this magical item is yet okay mm-hmm. it has children though it has children i vibe checked it's fine they're just spinning yeah the little guys N- come see mm. it's got little fellas okay as she slowly like puts down what she's working on and walks over and looks down at it and she says, I can't Hey, do you wanna vibe do you wanna vibe check it with your like magical knowledge? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then she, she leans down and looks at it and wow, okay. Uh she's like, So there was like twelve of those little marbles in the other guy's pocket, right? Like that's how many you picked up there? Oh uh I thought I picked up seventeen. <laughs> Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I only see twelve. Do I see seventeen? You do see seventeen. Oh. I, I, let me count. Okay. And tell uh, me when to Maris. stop. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> Maris, you also see seventeen. Yeah, there's seventeen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I don't. Where are you getting these other five? Can I pick them up one by one to like? put them in her hand or like to show her as you as you try to pick it up the rest of the thing comes with it you they're they're firmly attached magically oh is it still spinning yep it just instead of the one like she picks up the one of the balls and then just the middle is spinning instead okay can we count it like one by one like that then yeah just by like spinning it a little 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as as you do that, she watches. She says, one, two, three. Yeah, 12. And you say, 17. A hypnotist came to my high school, and he convinced a child that they had only nine fingers. <laughs> Is this what's happening? A hypnotist went to our high school, and Brian pretended that it worked. <laughs> I did pretend it worked. Yeah, a hypnotist for came, the, and I For pretended. the memes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to, like, you know, ruin it for everybody else by being, like, the skeptic on stage who's, like, ruining the show. So I just... I just kind of let it happen. <laughs> it was the right thing to do. He let the magic stay alive for all of these young teenagers. Everybody everybody else definitely got hypnotized. I was there definitely conscious. <laughs> yeah, you were the only one who didn't know that Santa Claus wasn't real. Fuck. Could have kept that magic alive. <laughs> okay, so cool. I want to touch the middle orb now. Yeah, sure. You touched the middle orb and uh, because you didn't get so high enough on your arcana check earlier... Uh, you don't know what it is. You don't know what it's doing, but there's something to do with the way you perceive it. That is the magical aspect of it. Uh, your sister says, I don't know. I must be exhausted. We didn't sleep. I didn't sleep great last night. Oh, oh no. There's something magic going on here. Don't don't discredit yourself. <sighs> you, your perception is correct, but ours is too. There's something, something hinky going on here. <gasps> A hink. Okay. I'm going to keep getting the camp ready and i think that i need to get some sleep do you got this is too much i can i i want to i want to cast guidance on myself okay and then i want to try another arcana check to kind of figure out what's going on here sure if this one doesn't work then you're just gonna have to fiddle with it for an x amount of time (laughs) did you get another that one no, oh, okay. I rolled a four, oh. <laughs> which means I got a six. Okay, <laughs> plus your D four. That means I got ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're even more confused by this thing now. <laughs> so you're you're basically. I feel like you're gonna fiddle with this as much as you can with the time that you have, probably right. Yeah, now that I know that it's not hurting me now that I'm touching it, I'm, like, mm-hmm. gently shaking it to see how the marbles are acting, like... Fuck is this thing doing? Tossing it in the air gently, just, like, like just gently, like, a little hacky sack to see if it flows. Because they're not, like, spinning, like, super fast, right? Like, it's, like, a fine, like, a nice slow spin. Like, it's not dangerous. Okay. Yeah, it's a very slow spin, but you can tell that they're spinning. Um, your sister eventually gets camp set up and then she says, I don't care what time it is. I need some more rest. I, I think that we should all try to get as much rest as we can. And the longer that, the more that we sleep, the faster time goes by, the sooner we can get out of here. I think maybe, maybe. And then she lays down and she faces toward their faces away from you guys and is silent for the rest of the night. One of us should take watch for sure, but like also I'm going to call Alexander to check in and tell him that we're stuck in a catacomb. Smart. <laughs> so I get out my Rocky Talkie. Okay. And go, chook, and go, Alexander, hey, uh, we're stuck in a catacomb. Uh, we're like cool for now. There's a magic orb with some floating smaller baby orbs. I hope you're doing okay. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> nice to hear from you again. I miss you. How are you all? It's been a long time. We and then he stops. <laughs> and I can't return. God, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Pops up again. Hello. We should talk again soon. I hope you're all doing okay. 
Your mom seems to be doing just fine for now. I, and then he stops. <laughs> of course. Okay, and then I reply. I'm going to say, hi. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking God. We miss you too. Uh, we found more I'm doing. She's like sleepy. Um, big, big, uh, have the turns of table. Am I right? <laughs> and then it cuts off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I, avoiding telling him like Connie is fucking dead. I know. Oh. I was just thinking that. I was like, how do we break? <laughs> oh, how do you no. break the news to oh, him? No. I didn't even think about that. Me Grim didn't think about it. Do you think Connie was his favorite? Me Grim forgot. Hey, boy. We'll tell him tomorrow. <laughs> we should tell him in person. Hey, where's Connie? Well, uh, he can't come to the phone right now. He's a little tied up. Yeah, boy. Maris. Maris, look, I got new armor from a corpse I looted. I cleaned it. Oh, hell yeah. That looks dope. Right? It's cool. I feel so, like, Dang. strong and bolsterous. Oh, right. you should. Yeah. So shiny now. All right. Do you want to take first watch or should I? Depends. Do you want to keep working on your, like, looking at your orb or do you want to take a take a mm. break and then go back to it? I might need to take a sleep on it, yeah. you know? I can take first watch. You know, come back with it with fresh eyes. Yeah. You know, fresh arcana check. I'll keep an eye on it. I'll fiddle with it. I can, you know, I'll see what I can see and I'll keep an eye on the door, make sure it doesn't fucking move or anything. And I'll keep an eye on these corpses. I got a lot of eyes. Don't yeah, worry. yeah. I definitely keep an eye on the corpses. Mm-hmm. Like they seem okay. They seem like mm-hmm. pretty thoroughly dead. But like we know how that is. I've seen it. You've seen oh, it. Oh boy. We've been seeing. We've been seeing. Oh, we've been seeing. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. Um, I'm also. Can I use a short rest, like a hit die? Yeah. To top off my HP. Yeah. So while she's doing that, um. Maris, you're taking the first watch, and uh, as you... <laughs> she got... There we go. <laughs> I had to roll my hit. I got a three, a one, and yeah. a three for my hit die. I had to roll three of them to get back up to 33 from 28. <laughs> I could have given you some lay on hands. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's free heals at this point. So, as you are all laying down, uh, Maris, you're taking the first watch. Where do you situate yourself? Uh, I'm going to situate myself so I can see the door. Like I'll, I like, I think I'll be like across from it, just so I can keep my eyes on the door. Okay. So as you're sitting and watching the door, eventually the, the torch starts to go out, and it becomes very, very dark. And I don't know if you have dark vision or not. I don't think you do. She would have like stuff to start fires with, though. I have the torch in my backpack. Yeah. So if you want, if you have, you you eventually at some point have to like start the fire up again yourself. As the torch lights up again, you swear for a moment you see the shadow of something on the wall behind you, but just as soon it disappears. Well, I don't like that. Could it have been something playing tricks on your mind? Could it have been because you've been in this room all by yourself for so long? Who knows what it could be? Can I take the torch for a walk around? Yeah, you can take the torch for a walk around. And can I keep a particular eye on shadows that it casts? Yeah. So like if I have it near a corpse for the shadows that are behind. Absolutely. As you take your torch for a walk around. Yeah, and keep an eye on that wall too. Yeah, as you take your torch for a walk around, you, the light that seems to be cast on each shadow, it's not unusual it appears to be working correctly the dancing flame it uh gives you an air of anxiety but it, it's probably okay there's probably nothing wrong 
What, is there anything on the floor by the wall? No, there doesn't seem to be anything on the floor. Again, it might have just been some sort of paranoid uh, perspective shift. It might have been your own shadow that was then cut by the light that you missed. Yeah, it's all in your head. That's why he brought it up. <laughs> could have been any number of things. You could have seen nothing. It could have been something else. But your watch is about to come to an end. Hmm. Please take the dice out of your mouth. Stop. You're going to choke. <laughs> it wasn't. I was. It was past my teeth. It's okay. Past your teeth means in your mouth. No, it means like in front of my teeth. Oh. No, okay. it's pre-teeth. And also, I am try- I was trying not to interrupt you guys. I got the fidgets. I got to do something. <laughs> something that's not interrupting. Yeah. Stop, Grim. <laughs> Don't look then. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> All right, who are you going to wake up for their for their watch? Moore went to sleep first. Yeah, yeah, so I'll wake Moore up. Hey, Murumdu. <sighs> yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Hey, sorry, I'm just, I'm getting really sleepy. I think I need to pass off on you. Okay, yeah, no no problem. I I wasn't really sleeping anyways, Um, but I was trying. I was, oh. you know, you just close your eyes and you lay down for a bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all you can do, really. So the corpses didn't move and the door seems like it's pretty sealed, but I I don't know if I'm going crazy a little bit or like if I'm just so tired, but I thought I saw like a shadow or something, but again, that might just be my paranoia because um, the, the light started going out, so then I had to like relight it. So it could have just been the flame, but keep, I would try to keep that flame going. I'm no, I'm not like scared of the dark. I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but you should keep it brighter in here. I'll be sure to do my best to make sure that it stays lit. Yeah, there might be some sort of, I don't know, desert shadow monster or something. I don't know. That would be our luck. I don't know. This place is insane. I would hate that so much. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. With that in mind, uh, you... <sighs> Sorry, you get some sleep. Okay. Honk shoe. Honk shoe, I'm asleep. Honk shoe. Thank you for waking me. Oh, wow, she really fast asleep hard. Me, 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 me. Eventually, you're able to get some sleep, and soon after, Sukunkana, you feel a arm sort of on your shoulder trying to shake you awake. Eh, eh, I'm up. Oh, can I use temporary hit point? What, can I do short rest hit points? Yes. Sukunkana, you, you have to, it's your turn for watch. Yeah, yep, got it, mm-hmm. Okay, um, Maris told me about some sort of shadow thing that she saw i've been trying to keep the torches lit uh step one so to make sure that uh, that happens if there is some sort of shadow thing i know it might be hard but just try to remember to keep the torches lit as best you can yeah got it i've got i got hella fire magic i'm i got it yeah i'll uh i'll try and get some sleep yeah hell yeah yeah i love you yeah i love you too and then she lays down next to maris and uh, it's your turn for the watch. Do they spoon? Uh, no. Shucks. <laughs> oh, Can we roll for a spoon? <laughs> sure. You could try to roll for spoon. Roll. Uh... Maybe acrobatic. Sometimes it feels like that when you're trying to cuddle with someone. Roll acrobatic. <laughs> sure. No. <laughs> Charisma. Roll. Yeah. You know what? Roll performance. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> I actually rolled a nat 20, so then I re-rolled it, so... That's a 10. <laughs> uh, she pushes an elbow off. It's like, no, get off of me. Okay, butt to butt then. It's <laughs> what I wanted this whole time. Sukunkana, tell me about your long rest. Or your your 
watch, sorry. I think I'm going to originally cast Detect Magic, which I should have done earlier. Forgot I could do that. I'm going to do it now. Yeah. I also want to investigate the orb with Detect Magic. <laughs> That's a good call. And I'll just like, you know, just ritually, just get a sense of the whole room. Yeah. As you are using your Detect Magic in the room, you can tell that there's a few different magics that are from you guys, mostly. Your sister radiates evocation magic. Uh, you have a lot of the nature domain magics and stuff, which are also some evocation, a little bit of illusion here and there. Um, Maris's sword radiates necrotic energy, and the orb that you have radiates chronomancy. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, chronomancy! <laughs> Ayo! <laughs> Yo, that's fucking dope! <laughs> hey! Is that time time magic? Yeah, that's time magic! Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We're gonna time travel, baby! Oh, hell yeah, hot tub time machine, baby. Holy shit! Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh, what are we gonna do? It's Doctor Who up in this oh, bitch. Oh, hell Damn. yeah. Kill Hitler first, duh. This is our TARDIS. Hell yeah. <laughs> this catacomb filled with corpses. <laughs> TikTok, baby, that's us, because we're the time lords now. Yeah, okay. Is there anything... Like, on the walls, though? No, there's nothing on the walls. No, that's all the magic stuff in the room? Yeah, basically your magic items and the orb and stuff. Okay, cool, cool. There seems to be, like, a a little bit of something, but it might just be, like, the air of the room. You know how weird crypts have latent magic in them and stuff. You know, you've been in these situations before a little bit. Yeah, you know, you live in one. I live in a crypt? Yeah. <laughs> Full-time goblin. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, anyway, now that I've detected the magic... <laughs> you can do a arcana check with advantage on this guy. Yes. Okay. Come on, baby. Mama needs a new pair of time-traveling shoes. I got a 12. I'm not doing great. Now that you know it's chronomancy, it's... A little clearer what it might be capable of, but you're still not totally sure. It's beautiful. It looks like it's very sturdy. Like, it's very difficult to break. And you can tell that it would be potentially dangerous to break it. Oh, yeah. But in general, you're you're like, this is something definitely to do with the passage of time. But you're not sure what. Mm, Okay. Can I... What I want to do while maintaining the torches... Um, and keeping watch, I also want to get out my journal and start writing down notes about the orb, its characteristics, and I want to observe the smaller orbs and see if I can get them to change how they, they are perceived by me and figure out what denotes that change. So basically I want to spend my watch watching, but also experimenting with the orb and trying to figure out its characteristics. One thing that you'll notice is that, um... As you are fiddling with this, trying to change your perception of the orb, it seems as though there might be maybe a few less little balls. You saw 17 before, but now there seems to be 15. Eventually, Maris wakes up before you know it. Good morning, sunshine. Hello. You're going to lose your bean. Guess what this orb kind of is? A toy. A game no it has something to do with chronomancy that's time travel baby oh fuck yeah i don't know but it's cool how does it work i don't know i think the orbs are counting down though so that's suspicious <laughs> what okay, let me okay. yeah how many do i count 17 i see 17 oh mine's at like 15 okay hey morum do uh, uh, yeah 
Yeah. Come count these balls again, please. Uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, there are 19. 19? 19? Yeah. Okay, so, Norm, do. What? What's going on? I was studying this. I took a bunch of notes. I get out my notebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like some kind of a conspiracy theorist. And I'm like, my notes. <laughs> yeah. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> Check this out. These are my observations. I don't know what observations I've made. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like most of what you've made is that uh, the ability to look at this thing and focus on what it does seems to sort of show a weird uh, change in the amount of perceivable uh, secondary balls. Like the more you look at it, the less orbs there are. The when you're when you're working on trying to perceive it, what you've learned is that there seem to be less balls, less orbs. So more I'm do. This thing is something to do with chronomancy magic. Okay. Um, Mum taught me a little bit about that, but it wasn't going to be relevant to us. I don't think. I mean, anything. Give it another look with that lens. Okay. Let me let me let me give it a look. See. Um, and as she does so. She, you could see a small glow of fire in the palm of her right hand that she's holding the orb in, and it lights up the entire uh, orb, and light shines through each individual uh, smaller orb. And what you see in front of you in the room is that you can all see a unusual thing. It's difficult to perceive alone but together you understand that it is the flow of the passage of time personified i don't like it and there are four different perspectives you see one that appears to be sukunkana's one that appears to be maris's which are fairly similar one that is more amdu's which has a a very a much quicker perspective before and then in a later passage it feels like it's much more stretched out longer and then another one that seems to be impossibly uncomfortably slow like you could like everything is dragging on forever uncomfortably long what does morum do like sorry it's it's a very a, a much quicker passage of time and then suddenly a much slower one probably around the time that you got reunited okay and these are are these like projected on the walls these are projected in the sort of a 3d tony stark image in front of you and there's four of them yeah there's four of them the fourth is impossibly slow and long is this like a god or maris are you wearing your ring right now no just checking should i do it put it on because this is usually the stuff I do call what's-his-face about. Oh, it's what's-his-face. <laughs> Can I pretend like I got to that conclusion on my own? Oh, it's it's cor- it's cor- it's Corny's <laughs> corn dog. It's, um, it's, don't tell me. Claymore. Jesus Christ. Claymore. Claymore's, Claymore's history. Hey, you want to take that as if you figured it out yourself? You want to take that line read as if you figured it out yourself right now? Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, let me do this like I did it. Uh, so there's one that's impossibly long and slow. There's only three of us. And then I start fiddling with my ring. <laughs> and then like a light bulb, it's like, oh, it's Claymore. It's got to be Claymore's. So I'm going to put my ring on. Oh, hello there. Been been a bit. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Well, we're stuck in a catacomb and we found some marbles 
that are showing us what time looks like from each of our perspectives. Whoa, whoa that's a lot to drop on someone immediately. I know, it's pretty fucked up. How, how have you been? Um, Terror Claymore. Um, it's actually been really bad. Oh, did, oh, that's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, anything I could do to help? No. Oh, we could have given you Connie's body. No. Wait, what? What? Connie died. Oh. Connie got murdered. Oh. I know. Did he go out doing great battle like I always imagined he would have? Um, he got stabbed in the back, actually. Uh, really tragic. Scoundrel! I know, I beheaded them, though, so... Deserved. Uh, thank you, actually. I think I needed to hear that, but it was pretty fucked up. Those... He, he was a good Goliath. We all have our faults. I will say that, but he helped us a lot to stay alive so that was good he was always so angry no mm, kurt no yes but stern i was going to say down to earth he didn't ever try to make things too complicated i think the two of you needed that um and i'm sorry to hear that he's gone uh he was <sighs> sorry it's um been quite a while since i lost someone oh i'm so sorry yeah, um, sorry, you're talking about the, the passage of time, right? Or something? Yeah, we got, so this, like, sand, like, whirl of stuff, like, sand whirl, like, chased us. Oh, sandstorm, yes, of course. Sandstorm, yeah. interesting. Yeah, like a storm of sand, right? You know what, I think I heard of that, but I think it was called a Darude. I'm gonna fucking throw you out a window. Damn <laughs> 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 Fucking... <laughs> <sighs> that joke was derude. That was derudest joke. Do you welcome? I'm so mad. Thank oh, you. Uh, yeah. Oh, a sandstorm. A sandstorm. Yeah. It chased us into this like catacomb, and then we found these marbles on some corpses. Nope. I know what marbles are. We found these balls, <laughs> these glass balls, and then they started <laughs> spinning around each other. And then now we can see what everyone's timeline looks like, or something. Well, right. Well. I know time feels like it's really dragging on. You know, it's... I, I remember before I met all of you, it felt like time wasn't really moving at all. Do you remember when you had those those dreams and I was there with you and I could walk around in that wonderful body of mine again for a bit? I really miss that. Uh, but my body is long gone and... You know what, you know, dude, I don't know if you understand what it means to be stuck in a ring with just your mind and nothing else. You don't experience an anything except for your own thoughts and eventually you start to sort of lose those as well. Um, talking to you and everyone else, it's the best I've felt in, well, it feels like ever, you know? I, the only thing that I can give anymore is the joy, uh, what little I have left to you because you're, well... Frankly, the only one who didn't immediately toss me away. I would never. I would. Yeah, obviously you would. <laughs> <laughs> You'd take him off my finger now yeah. and throw him if you could. <laughs> so, sorry, I seem to be bringing you down. Um, how how is how how is Sukunkana? Um, I don't know. Doing okay, I think, given everything. You think so? No, probably not. But I'm not really good with the words. I mean, you don't have to, but I would like to just 
chat for just a little bit longer, if that's all right. Um, we don't have to talk about anything important. I could tell you stories about the old days and stuff. or Oh, please, yes. Or something. Okay, wonderful, great. Uh, oh, I would love to. Yeah, you know, as, a, as, a, as a knight back in the day, I didn't really get to explore a lot of the ideas of talking to people for, for enjoyment. It was mostly business. You know how it was. Um, but... Um, I've had a lot of time to think about the things that I would like to talk about. And uh, then he starts going on about, like, different recipes or stews and uh, the, his favorite breeds of horses and stuff for, like, quite a bit. And if you want, you can just listen to him and, you know, chat it up a bit. Of course. Uh, Sukunkana, your sister uh, has sat down in the corner of the room and she fell asleep again. I see. I'm going to have to do all the work around here. I'm investigating the time streams. <laughs> you could tell that she didn't like necessarily like sit down to fall asleep. She looks uncomfortable. She looks like she probably passed out. Can I check on her health? Um, you sit down. Uh, do a medicine check. Yeah, I'm proficient in medicine. I got 18. You can tell that she hasn't been sleeping at all. Hmm. Not since Connie at least passed. She's looks like she hasn't slept in many many days is at the point where her eyes have big bags under them and she is unflatteringly drooling into a small pool in front of her between her legs hey hey moram do katsu ah yeah hi sorry sorry, uh, hi i didn't mean to fall asleep um you don't seem like you're doing too good no i'm i'm fine i don't believe you um (laughs) Not really. I is everything okay with the time thing? Yeah, everything's good. Okay. Do you are you thirsty? Yeah, I uh I mean, I'm trying not to use too much of my water. No, I got I've got infinite water. Uh well, I've got infinite broth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um Yeah, have some. Have as much as you want. Yeah, I could use some some broth. I give her the the alchemy jug and I'm like, "Have as much as you want." Uh she drinks a little bit of broth, not like too ridiculously much. Um, but she has, you know, a few mouthfuls of worth. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I want to put some in like a water skin for her and be like, you drink all that. I've got so much. <sighs> Fine. I'll have more tomorrow. <laughs> Fine, sure, whatever. It's magic. Don't worry about it. I need you to stay healthy. Have you eaten today? Uh, yeah, I I had some uh, some rations earlier. Some what do you call it? Watskina. Watskina. Yeah, dried meat. Yeah, yeah. I had some. I had some earlier. Okay. Um. Do you do you want a hug? What? Why would I want a hug? Like we're. Do you want a hug? Do you do you want a hug? Like all the time, but do you want a hug? Sure. Is that a, is that enthusiastic? Yes. Like you want a hug? <sighs> yes, I want a hug. Okay, I'm gonna give you a hug now. Okay. Uh, you feel your sister's warm arms wrap around you, and. I feel like there's a moment where you're probably, like, close to letting go. I do that thing where I, like, rub her back, you know, soothingly. She pulls you in tighter, and she starts to cry. Yeah, I just kind of hold her, and I just kind of pat her back, and I don't say anything. She says, the last thing I said to him before we went back was that I was not there to help any of those folk with any of their problems. And that it was my job to get him back to thrive. Then you showed up. And I was sure that that was why I was there. 
and I couldn't do it. I didn't know what to do. I, it felt like I was so involved in what I thought was the right thing to do that I didn't even try to do anything at all. You know, sometimes the best you can do is help yourself, you know? So uh, my, my great grand journey is that I have to help the me along the way back home. Yeah. You can't help anybody if you can't help yourself. How do you... You come to these conclusions that sound so hopeful and optimistic and, like, it comes to you so easily. I don't know how you do that. What else am I going to do? Be be real sad all the time? It's not going to get me anywhere. Even if it's not the right thing to do, you always have this sort of weird positive outlook that I can't match. It would just be nice to be able to see things through your perspective. Well, I spend a lot of time being sad, like, on the inside. Like, I'm really confused about how I feel about what happened to Connie. Mostly I'm mad at him. I'm not really sad. Mostly I'm angry. And I feel bad for being angry about it. Like, like if he just got it together, this wouldn't, none of this would have happened, you know? It's not my fault and it's not your fault. It's his fault. He did a stupid thing. It's, it's so... He talked about how a long time ago he killed someone in a fit of rage. Yeah, he told us about that too. And when you're faced with those issues again, if you haven't worked on them, then you're just going to fall back into that pattern. And how is he supposed to work on this very hyper-specific situation? He's going to get stuck in that and he's going to hurt someone again. And the only way that he can do that is if we help him not make those mistakes. But it's too late now. We can't do that. Sometimes, you know, I don't think we can make it right, but, you know, we can do. Get home. And take care of ourselves. And try to take care of each other. That's all that we can manage. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. After this conversation, you guys periodically are checking the door to see if you can tell any difference whether or not you can or can't get out. What's up? I wanted to investigate the orbs some more. <laughs> oh, you want to investigate the orbs some more? Yeah, I came over here to consult my sister, but mostly I want to investigate the orb. Okay. <laughs> so you keep investigating the orb and uh, give me another arcana check with advantage. Yeah. I got 22. I got a nat 20, baby. All right. Okay. Finally. Let's go. Let's get the show on the road. Fucking finally. God. What you understand is that this is an orb of time perception. Fuck off. We know. Yeah, you know. But now you understand that this shows each <laughs> individual person who is within a certain distance uh, perception of time. That will give you information on how they see the world, what things they can get done in what the sort of un, uh, difficult to understand wider perception of time is. So there's, as you're, as you're starting to figure this out, it, it becomes kind of a lot because you're understanding the cosmic scope of time and then the perceived scope of time. And I'm going to need a sanity check from you. Uh-oh, I'm not very stable. <laughs> Ooh, I got a 19. Oh, that's stable as fuck. Yeah, I'm stable today, baby. You're you 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 start to get it and you understand that it's 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 about perceiving multiple things at once as the same thing. But you don't you you aren't, you know, lost in this idea and you're able to understand 
a little bit more about it. I didn't get a case of the time madness. You didn't get a taste of the time madness, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> understanding this, there's, a, there's an item called Orb of Time. It's not really what this does, but you can just put that in your item, or your inventory. Okay, what does this, so what does this do? Uh, it shows the perception of time from these immediate parties when activated. Okay, what does that do in dumb bitch terms? It shows you how everybody perceives time. What does that mean? It it tells you it it. What, I don't know how to explain it more simple than that. Okay, well I want to look at it from Corny's perspective then. I don't know. Corny. Con Conway. Corn, Cordy. Connie. Conway. Con. Ba- big big sword man. Claymore. Claymore. So that means that you can just pop it open, see what it does, and then you can see a graph of his perceived time it expresses different colors based off how long things are and different lengths based off how uh, long in the cosmic sense it actually was okay okay is that useful for any situation (laughs) we'll find out won't we i guess yeah (laughs) like in the middle of combat maybe not like oh i like you're like how can i fight with this (laughs) it it doesn't do anything nothing (laughs) tangible maybe it'll let us know if people are like immortal because it'll be like a super long like i guess so i thought it was gonna show us when people die i thought it was gonna show us people's pasts no well in a sense it shows us how they saw their past doesn't it kind of it just it just shows like "Mm, this is how this is like this is like asking a three-year-old how long an hour is and they say forever and an adult is like god i barely got anything done that hour you know like that's that's what we're looking at here (laughs) (laughs) you're stuck in this room for quite a while you're checking the door for the storm it still seems to be raging quite strong your all of you at this point have seen some sort of shade in the room as you light a torch there seems to be some sort of shape and then disappears and as you investigate you just don't find anything it's sort of plaguing you it's haunting you a little bit and eventually you start to run out of your rations that you were given that you've had from home that you've had from parish and you start relying on the bone broth and other stuff like that that you can find through Sukunkana's alchemy jug, honey, stuff like that. And after what feels like an incredibly long time, Sukunkana, you look to the walls and you start to see there's some sort of writing on them. Maris, you were 100% sure that there was no writing or any sort of language on the walls, but Sukunkana... You can see something on the walls. Okay, what do I see? They're written in Kuri. Oh! Okay. The writing reveals that this room is called a Lost Time Sanctuary. This is one of the only places that is safe remaining since the Time Gods left. This will disallow perspective to alter the flow of time. Groups of people, communities, create an isolated flow of time. And when entering these areas, because of the massive influence, you conform to their perspective. Those individuals of incredibly strong will control the flow of time if they're aware of this information. 
The quarry and druids of old took this upon themselves to preserve the flow of time as best they could until a situation is found to revert the world back to how it was before. To do this, they sent many time-locked children to various different parts of the world surrounded by enchanted dirt. These were created children for this intended purpose and were referred to as Roots, all bonded with another druid who gave their life for the spiritual support of these children, to nurture them and protect them, never to harm them. Below this, there's a bit of information about druidic corruption, but it appears to have been destroyed by something. So you ate your twin in the womb. Is that what I'm hearing? I want to, yeah, I don't know. I want to write all that down in my journal for sure. <laughs> for sure, I want to write that down. Um, Druid what? Druid can, what was the last bit? But it's got scratched out. Druid what? Uh, there's some information that seems to be about recent druidic corruption, but it appears to have been destroyed. So the time-locked room, that means that time doesn't pass while we're in here? It means that your perception of time is not able to affect the outside world. I don't understand what that means, <laughs> Brian. Me, Grim, I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? It means that... Like, if I get the zoomies, does time go faster? <laughs> what, it, what it means is, like you were saying, a child out in the wild experiencing an hour. They're like, this takes... This was forever for them the way that time moves is slower because they perceive that hour as slower. But an adult, a parent, who is like, I barely got anything done in that hour, they alter the flow of time around them and, and, and it feels longer. So traveling in groups means that you all typically conform to one sort of time. And when you enter a community, you conform to their time because of the perceived influence. Okay, so time is moving slower because because Claymore experiences time slowly. Yes. Give me the ring. <laughs> no. Give me the ring. No. I need it. No. I'll get you in on the call. Mm. I'm not going to be mean to him, I promise. Okay, but are you, you're not going to do anything to the ring? No, no, I just want to talk, literally. Okay. You can join the call if you want, if you don't trust me. I would love to be dialed in. Yeah. All right, I put the ring on. Hello. Hi. How you doing? It's uh. It's 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 uh Kana. Hello. Hi. Um. Hi. You, hi. Uh. Nice to talk to you. Um. How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to talk to you. Great. Do you want to play a word association game? Uh. So I say a word, and then you say another word that starts with the last letter of the word I just said. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fun. Okay. Uh, Marius, you too. All right. Hi, I'm also in the skull. Okay. Yeah, okay. Actually, is Morim do awake? Uh, she is, and she says, uh, Sukunkana. I... We're playing a game. No, hold on. I understand what you're trying to do. Well, wait, did you tell everybody else this information, or did you... is this all? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> she uh, didn't. Sure, yeah. Um, I guess I'll play a game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so I guess you go f first. All right, I explain the rules. Um, um, ice. Uh, eggs. Stab. Big. Um, d giant. Uh, taste. Eggs. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, she oh, lost. Marcus, Marcus is out. <laughs> oh, what a what fun time we have! All right, Marcus is out. Next, oh, we go next. Um, uh, <laughs> um, baby. Uh, yellow. Uh, white. Um, earth. Uh, Eggs. Hello. <laughs> no, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Uh, old? 
dick. Oh my god. Um, can I also like have the orb out and just be checking on how how his time is doing? Uh yeah, sure. Uh as you take the orb out and you're checking on that, you you're reminded that one of the things that was told in this passage with this this is room is a lost time sanctuary, meaning that you can't perceive your way faster out of this room. Why not? <laughs> Cause that's what it's, it's that's what it's built for. Well, how the hell are we supposed to get out? It's <laughs> gotta wait. But we're out of food, Brian. <laughs> Sucks, right? Yeah, we gotta get out. All right, the storm's still going. Uh, Marilyn, you or uh, Maris, you want to check the storm? Yeah, I'll check the storm. Me and uh, Claymore are still playing word games in my brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maris, roll a investigation check, perception check, actually. Perception, you say. Doesn't matter. Don't know why I'm looking. I rolled a five. Okay. <laughs> uh, could be anything. Tsukunkana, though. You see something at the side of the room where everybody keeps seeing that shadow. I point my finger at it. It's grotesque. It's misshapen. It's inhuman. It's bestial. It's the shape that Maha was when she consumed you in that dream. Maris, you also see her. <gasps> Maha is muttering to herself. I, I should have been the one to go out instead of this lazy, immature teenager. How high. I will soon find out to get my body and do things the right way. And that's where we're going to end it. Sukakon is not even lazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I work so hard. Like anymore. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Shadow Mom. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Oh, f- I'm writing that down. Fuck you, Shadow Mom. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening to episode 22 of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Terrasit, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. We had a lot going on this edit from floods to school, but we're here, and we hope the wait was worth it. With that in mind, we're going to start shilling ourselves, so if you don't already, give us a follow on Twitter at BonePod, at TikTok at Tales of Bone and Ice, and consider subscribing to our Patreon, also at Tales of Bone and Ice. Our first Patreon goal is to get Marilyn a new microphone. As always, thank you so much for listening, and remember, you deserve the kindness that you show others. Uh, we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, but that's because when Marilyn does it, she introduces everybody for each other. Oh, well, you've made us introduce ourselves after I introduced everyone. <laughs> We're professionals. It's <laughs> Play that track again. <laughs> yeah, play that shit more times. Well, like, there was this one time I did a really great introduction where I introduced everybody, and then you made me do it a second time. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I'm a professional. I'm Marilyn, and I play Marilyn. I'm Marilyn. I've been Marilyn. I continue to be Marilyn. <laughs> yeah, are you also Marilyn over there? <gasps> yes, I am 100% Marilyn. There you go. Pick it up on the bit. <laughs> <laughs>